Hello and welcome to the 17th episode of the Pearl Champs podcast here on the Five Star Network. And today with me is like, I mean, pretty often in the last few, few months. Uh, Sanjay, how are you? I, I might as well just become a regular. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, just kidding. I have way too much on my plate. No. <laughs> but no, I, I love being back. And as I said, when we did the year end awards, that I, I was expecting January to be a pretty, I was going to pay attention to most of the companies uh, anyway. So I had to, I, I, it's, it's great to be back because I had, January was one of the months where I tried to watch everything. Yeah, January is most likely, with the end of December, of course, the, the most stacked month for pro wrestling and Joshi wrestling, especially with the Wrestle Kingdom week, a weekend, like first week. So we have a lot to talk about. But first, um, we should, first of all, plug everything on the Five Star Network. So Sanjay, please start with your two podcasts. <laughs> of course. Yeah, uh, I am the host of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast, uh, a podcast covering Dragon Gate and DDT Pro Wrestling. Uh, we just earlier this week had an episode drop uh, reviewing the most recent Gate of Bayside pay per view from Dragon Gate, their first show in uh, the Yokohama Budokan. And uh, we were joined by uh, Kay from the Five Star Network, who did a dr guide for, Dra for Dragon Gate. So it was a perfect uh, guest for that. Uh, and then I also am the host of Actress Stage, a podcast all about actress, actress girls, which is monthly, uh, just like this show. Uh, we are planning on having our uh, January review up in, like, next week, depending on when the show from yesterday comes out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's me and LK on the exclusively on the Five Star Network YouTube channel. Uh, yes. Well. We cover everything that happens in Actress Girls we, uh, the, during a month. Next to those fantastic podcasts, um, we have Stardom Quest, which is a podcast. I mean, the name says it about Stardom from Dylan and Alex, who are uh, kind of just, just arguing all the time about stupid Stardom stuff, but it's hilarious to watch. Then we yeah. have Wrestle Update, which is from another Dylan, who's also part of the Dramatic Dream Dragons, and I don't know how Anilio, I think. Um, yes, they Anilio. Anilio. Okay, they they mainly talk about AEW and all kind of American wrestling. WWE. WWE. Uh, they their latest episode was a great deep dive into the whole Vince McMahon business of last yeah. week, and I highly recommend listening to that episode because there was some very good and rational takes about what how WWE should have handled the situation and what they didn't do <laughs> yeah you yeah. of course you will you will find that is uh, yeah, you will find that episode of course on, on the five certain network um twitter channel if you need the link for it otherwise i think it's on spotify only um so check that out of, as well you have the recommendation from sandra here then we have the no Limit Wrestling Show, which is a podcast from the, the another Dilling and Savy, and 
from what I've got told or like new no, the next episode will come out in a bit about Guy Japan, I think, something like that. Which sounds really interesting. They review like like talk about all the shows all the time. And it's it's, it's cool to see. I, uh, I have been I have been on the wait list to be a guest for on that show for such a long time, but I have not find found a wrestling show that fits. I am struggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get. Um, the show's only on YouTube uh, on the five five star network YouTube channel. Checked it out as well. So that's the typical part uh, pl plug part, and we have a lot to talk about. So I'm just just deep dive into it. Uh, we start off with All Japan for wrestling. Then we continue with Big Japan, Sariyazen, um, Oz Academy, Osaka Pro, who both had one match that got some buzz on Twitter, uh, Seedling, Glade, and of course, if there's time, we talk about a bit more. So let's start off with All Japan for wrestling. Um, All Japan had quite a busy month, somewhat, with Four bigger shows, three Kirk and Hall shows, and one there, the, um, the the January and big show. And well, it it uh, it started off hot business wise. Um, overall, they sold like like two thousand tickets more than last year, with one show less. And of course, on top they have an average attendance of one thousand two hundred ninety seven, which is like the second highest in Japan. This month, behind, of course, New Japan, who had the uh, Wrestle Kingdom show with 3,000 fans in it, uh, 30,000 fans in it. So it's, of course, you know, no one would top that. And they had some cool stuff going on. We start off with the January 2nd Kerrigan Hall show in front of 1,008 fans, which is the lowest attended show of them this month. They had really only one match I would somewhat recommend, which was the all Japan World Junior Heavyweight title match between Dan Tamura and Hikaru Sato. Um, Dan Tamura won it in 14 minutes, 45 seconds with the powerbomb. No, I think so. Um, how did you feel about this match, Sandre? It was a, it was a good junior title match. Uh, I, not as good as Hikaru Sato's outing with Atsuki Oyagi on last year's uh, yes. New Year um, uh, Giant Series shows in Korkin. But it was still solid. I, I I thought this was a good first title uh, defense for Dan, who I'm very happy uh, won the title. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think this was a great start. Uh, also, shout out on the show, uh, Misa Matsui and Natsumi Sumikawa versus Great Osako and Miku Ano. AWG representation. I have to do it because none, none of the people in Corrigan cared. <laughs> So at least someone needs to care, yeah. I I need to correct myself. Um Tamura won with the grab hold, of course. He he won with a submission. Um the match had some a bit of a backstory with Hikaru Sato being the kind of the mentor of Dan Tamura in evolution over the past one and a half years or so. Um so it, it created a cool uh, student versus mentor dynamic. The match itself was was pretty fun, but Similar to the to the junior title match we will talk about later, I feel like something was just missing to to make this really good. Um, I don't know what it was for the match. Like like I'm happy with the match itself because you know it was just a mid card match or like second to last match at Kurikan, and it gives that Dan Tamora the wins he needs. 
So I'm, I'm completely fine with how it went. Um, my only problem is I felt like they did the match a bit too early. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like not not the like the matchup could have been you know, at like like a V four or V five where he finally overcomes his mentor and solidifies himself as champion, but they just go all out with him and give him all the big defenses early. So I'm I can't complain with him with that. Yeah, so it was it it was solid. Uh, I think uh, the the first show uh, here was not. Very must watch. <laughs> no, uh, it it was noticeable that they had like four bigger shows where yeah. they you know mix up all the stuff. All the, like in, instead of booking two good shows, they booked or like really good shows. They booked four solidish good shows. Yeah, and that trend continues with the January. Third show, which was also in Hurricane Hall, 1,331 fans. A really good number for them. With the main event um, being the match that is worth talking about. Uh, Triple Crown Championship match. Katsuhiko Nakajima uh, defends his title against Charlie Dempsey from NXT. Yay. Um, the match itself created a lot of buzz because, you know, Having a NXT talent over in Japan, especially in all Japan, is always newsworthy. For some kind of, I wouldn't call it excursion, but some kind of. Best. I mean, like like some kind of uh, dates mean, he will he will take. So first yeah. of all, before we go into the match itself, um, how did you feel about all this all this WWE all Japan stuff in general? I was fine with it. I I I was not invested in it at all. I thought I thought people who got up in arms about it was so dumb. <laughs> uh, like it was very like the whole Twitter backlash about it was so dumb and stupid. Uh, people forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, and then and now. Like, like, well, uh, almost a month later, uh, this whole WWE and uh, All Japan chat has already died down and no one cares anymore because that was just what it was. It was just he, he's over here doing some dates and then he's going home. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I thought I thought they worked a pretty well, well match. Charlie Dempsey impressed me a lot. I had never seen him wrestle before. This was this was my first ever Charlie Dempsey match. <laughs> uh, I I like the style. I think he's wasted in NXT, uh, but I mean I am not a, someone that is going to watch WWE or NXT. So I I think this guy could be a really good a really great wrestler if he had a year in all Japan. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a you know he's a really technical based wrestler, but but in a way that it's close to impossible for him to wrestle this kind of style in WWE, especially on TV. Yeah, because the first like ten minutes of this match were really technical, 
and a lot of grappling, a lot of crowd work with, with both wrestlers working each other's body. And that's just, you know... And I really like that. Yeah, it, it was cool. It was really cool, but it's just too... Yeah. I wouldn't say too boring because it was great, but just for yeah, but it, it wider audiences, it's yeah. not interesting enough compared to what you usually see in the match build-up WWE has. Yeah. Like, you will not see a 10-minute pretty much grappling sequence on WWE TV. So he will not be able to develop it because he definitely has his flaws in his game still. I mean, it's obvious. He's really young. He's like yeah. 24 or something. Um, so And like, when it, when his usual match experience is like a four-minute TV match and then he does this I mean, He's not even match. getting TV time. <laughs> he's yeah, not like, NXT level up. Yeah. Uh, like you see here that, that that he he gets to show more of his potential here, and uh, I I thought he really he really impressed me. And Nakajima is of course next level right now in ring. He yeah, confuses but... the hell out of me as a character, but in ring he is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, Nakajima's performance here was was awesome. He just. While at the beginning he was kind of overwhelmed by Dempsey's grappling attempts, um, it, it took him the, the kicks that he usually needs to to get the match around him again. And from then on, he just destroyed Dempsey. The crowd really ate it up, which which is good. You know, he, Dempsey came in and really nobody cared about him in the crowd at the Yoyogi show. From the Kurokin Hall chanting for his name because they hate Nakajima so much and wanted to yeah, be adult. That is so rather, impressive. Rather <laughs> cheer for um for, for Dempsey. I mean it not only yeah, speaks for Dempsey, but also for Nakajima. Yeah. They would rather cheer for this unknown WWE wrestler who who clearly is just over here for this match and this match only. And they booed the hell out of the, the champion because he's so despicable. Great heel work from Nakajima at the moment. Yeah, and it, it just shows that whatever he's doing with his character, even though I think it's silly, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it works, apparently. So it's, it's good for him. And it draws as well. So you can't really complain yeah, about sure. that. Uh, in the end, Nakajima won with the Norfolk bump at like 90 minutes and 40. 40 seconds, a bit under 20 minutes again. So we, we will come to that that later, but just it's it's interesting considering that they, you know, not not even no one really comes close to get get dominant. Like no one really comes close to Nakajima and Awagi, but they still have a dominant good performance against Nakajima here. Which is good. They should protect yeah. him like that until he drops the belt. Yeah. God. Uh, before we move on from the show, I want to shout yes. out, uh, not the, the AWG match, even though that was good, uh, but I want to shout out the Dave Boy Smith and Kato Miyahara versus Hideki Suzuki and Suwama match, just because oh, yeah. I, I liked it. I really, really liked this match. I have no idea why I liked this as, liked it as much as I did, but I, I don't know. Suwama, Suwama and Kento were on some shit here. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I prefer that Suwama and Hideki pairing over whatever they did in the tag league because yeah. they're not beefing anymore. Well, like 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 they used to, at least in the tag league. So they, they just wrestle normally at this point, just attacking. 
Even the Wolves yeah. still get a singles match, but that's another top, another topic. But it at least feels like now they're an actual tag team and want to have good matches, and it works. It just works. Yeah. yeah. Then we move on to the January 14th Hurricane Hall show. 1,258 fans for the Masanobu Fuji anniversary show, his 17th Seven, seventeen. Uh, uh, 70, ah, fuck it. His fifty in ring year anniversary and his seventeenth uh, um, anniversary as a as a person as well. Um, yeah. It it's you know the match we we had in on the undercard or like in the undercard we had the Cider Brothers defend their old pan World Tech titles against the real world tag league winners Hokuto Morin. Katsuki Nakajima and Rei Saito surprisingly pinned the Triple Crown champion Katsuki Nakajima with the Ice Spine, which is yeah, some kind of running chop to the head. <laughs> I don't know really how to describe it. Hey, um, the Dio Grand Prix uh, leveled him up. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, the Naya match leveled him up. Um, yes, I like that match. <laughs> it, it was the Third defense for the Cider Bros here. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm higher on the Cider Bros than most. Uh, but but they, they are really... I, I wouldn't say hit or miss, because the matches are never yeah. bad at this point, you know? It's just... It's, it's something between solid and really good. And they are really inconsistent with this, and that was just right in the middle. Um, I think yeah. it was a fun defense. Um, the interactions between Ray and Nakajima were really good because Nakajima is just awesome, and Ray is of course the most more talented the rest of the Sidos, in my opinion at least. Yeah, and I really preferred, uh, really preferred their part here. Uh, Omori kind of went under a bit, which which sucks because I felt like he had a really cool uh, last two or three months to hatch in Old Japan, and now he's taking some kind of backseat where you would expect him to push him even harder, considering how they are going with um, Ansai, Honda, and the other young guys. They are kind I, of... I am very down on, on Amori at the moment. <laughs> I... Yeah. I struggle a lot during his matches at the moment. Uh, I don't know. Um... I feel like he had more of an identity when he was running around with uh, Suzuki and Doi, which he still does. But that, but he, he kind of fit them more than he does Nakajima, in my opinion. And the uh, problem just is that that it leads to nothing with Nakajima because now they lost and Nakajima is now like Omori is now away again. So yeah, and they definitely should have lost. You know, I just think the follow up was was not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would say uh, th this was just a middle of the road Saito match. Uh, it, it wasn't bad, it wasn't that great either. It was just yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they had better matches um, in the in the um, tag league with. Then they actually have title defenses now. Yeah. Because we will come to that later with Unsai and, and Honda because it's it's the same thing here, but I 
preferred their their tackling match itself more than this one. I don't know why. Yeah, I then moving on to the main event, or kind of the main event. Um, in the co-main event, we had a rumble match with the winner uh, facing Masanobu Fuji in the main event in his anniversary match. We had um, Hideki Suzuki, Kento Mihara, Minoru Suzuki, Ruiki Honda, Shotaro Ashino, Suwama, Yuma Wagi, and Yuma Ansai. And Yumanse was the one winning this match at the end, eliminating Minoru Suzuki and Kento Mihara. Um, going into this, I expected they will just give it to Kento because it's Kento, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm kind of surprised that they gave it to Ansai, but he was definitely the right choice for it because yeah, young guy, big match, and he needs it, you know? Yeah, um, I, I mean, this Rumble match was just fine. <laughs> and like... It, it was charming in spots, but you could also see that they were workshopping a lot of the what do what do we do <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. Like they they aren't used to doing a rumble match, uh, and I I think there was like a a slight bot uh, well not a botch but Kento kind of like eliminated himself at the end uh, yeah. in some way. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, th- th- like Yumansai going over was definitely the right choice and. The main event shows it because it was... yeah, correct. Then in the main event, Ansai wrestled Masanabu Fuji, and they went twenty-one minutes, which is yeah, really long for Fuji, who's like seventy, who's seventy years old. Like yeah, no. you, you need to see it like that, you know. Yes. Sting, uh, the crowd though. Sting is sixty-four. <laughs> He's six years older than Sting, and. Yeah. Just, just to say it, um, his last match over over twenty minutes, last singles match over twenty minutes was in twenty fifteen. On on some kind of tour show where he went to a time limit draw against uh, Masao Inoue, who's also like not good. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's another thing. Uh, for the, for the match itself, so Yuma Ansa won it with the um, I think I think it was the Jesus, with, with with the face lock from uh, Fuji. Which was a really cool moment uh, itself, and yeah. since Fuji tapped, tapped out, and he's seemingly getting the face lock now, which was also uh, Misawa's move, um, which which is really cool. So, how did you feel about the match itself? Like, I, I felt I felt the match was worked perfectly, like a veteran versus young uh, upper upper comer. The crowd being so behind Fuji was so endearing, and Kento uh, chanting for him and getting the crowd invested in him was so so cool. Uh, I felt Unside did re- really well being the like young uh, upstart here and kind of wanting to prove proving himself. And Fuji was kind of a, a, a at some points in the match very mean old man, and I love that. So yeah, I, th- I thought this was a pretty, pretty good main event. Um, and for what it was, for what, like I, w- I was not expecting it to be as fun as it was. And it was pretty Yeah, you, you obviously noticed that Fuji is, you know, really yeah. slow. And I wouldn't really say it hurt the match itself, but because no. for what you... it aimed for, it was perfectly fine. You know, yeah, you have to it, remember it, 
he is 70 years old. <laughs> As <Okay>. you said. <laughs> like, it, it's it's hard to expect much from him. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's definitely true. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's interesting to see where they're going with, because that's definitely a big, big, big thing for Anza itself. Because also after the match, uh, Fuji compared him with Misawa, and, you know, being compared with Misawa is like, well, you're, you're getting compared to God in all Japan. <laughs> yeah. They're the I only agree. better, you, you know, it's like, if you get compared to to Misawa or Kabashi, you're pretty much a god. If you are compared to Baba, you're like the best of all time in their eyes, like all Japan's eyes yeah. and KF. So yeah. It's it's pretty cool to see. And it, it definitely just even though maybe the match was not as, you know, match was like not a five step bang or anything, it just helped Unsai so so much more than whatever yeah, than sure. most of other stuff they did in the past few months with him. Yeah. Just and, in uh, big spots and showing out. That's always good. Cool, cool to see. Cool to see Fuji work as good as he did for someone his age. That's true. Then moving on to the last show of the month for All Japan. Oh, jeez. Uh, we have on the January twenty seventh in uh, Hauichi Hachiochi, I think it's called in the Esporta Arena. One thousand five hundred and eighty eight fans. Which is up 200 compared to last year's show. Um, last year's show, they featured uh, Ketamehara versus Yuma Wagi for the Trip Crown belt and Kitaro Suzuki versus Atsuki Awagi. So, if you just go year by year, there's a clear, you know, you can clearly see that Old Japan, what Old Japan gained here. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's a trend at this point. Yeah, Old Japan is growing. And I hope they continue, even though we have some, some kind of backlash going on. So we have four matches I want to talk about here. The first one is Atsuki Awagi and Yuma Awagi defeating Hideki Suzuki and uh, Hideki, Hideki Okatani and Konosuke Takeshita in around 70 minutes when Yuma Awagi pinned Okatani with the Fool. So this was kind of a, I, I would say, a build-up match for uh, Nakajima, uh, Nakajima, Takeshita versus Aw Yuma Awagi at the DDT Karakin Hall show in March. Uh, the anniversary show, Judgment, in March. Judgment, yes. Yeah, in March, the, the, the five-hour Karakin Hall. It was... Last, last year it was six hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just it, 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 was, it was a good match. Um... Takeshita just feels from the Y perfectly into all Japan. He's like, this. Dude, Takeshita fits well into every company he walks into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's also true. <laughs> are you saying Takeshita would fit into Glade? Yes. Dude, <laughs> he, like, that guy could, could carry most of the Glade roster into great matches. Something that can't be said about your champion right now, even though I love him. Uh, I've already re reviewed this match on uh, Dramatic Dream Dragons. Um, Kanosuke Takeshita, uh, as still just is one of the best wrestlers in the world. It's shame, it's big shame that he doesn't get treated like that by his company, uh, AW. Uh, I, I prefer I prefer this 
Takeshita over the Takeshita we saw last year bringing AEW matches into uh, Japan. Um, I am. I, I like the idea of him and Okatani going against the like. It, I like the idea of him being part of the DDT family still in this war versus all Japan, this rivalry. Uh, and I think that's a fitting place for him right now uh, when he comes back home. And yeah, I he comes want, in. I, I think yeah. he tweeted it. I, I don't know if he tweeted it or said it in some backstage come, but he was like, yeah, I'd come back to Japan whenever I think there's a good wrestler I want to work with. Which is exactly what he should do. That outside is, of yeah. the outs, outside of the stories, just you know, winning his matches yeah. against. I I said it after his match versus Doi on DDT Sweet Dreams that I just want Takeshita to come in, no story, have a banger match, and then fuck off again. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds perfect. Actually, I I can. Yeah, I can. I can get that. Um, and I, I think... it, it's good. Okatane gained like Okatane also being here was pretty cool. And I yeah, thought, Okatane, I of course, we, well. we have seen it before in Old Japan together with Sakaguchi, who's now retiring. So it was kind of, you know, will, will they, will they, how will they come back? And I think him and Takeshi had a good pairing here. And Okatane, for me, had a really good performance. Um, he mainly worked towards the end with uh, Yuma, and, you know, Yuma's just one of the best. And Okatane looked really good next to him. And I enjoy that, so I'm, I'm I'm happy with how this match went in, in general. Yeah, of course I think, um, it it of course it's gonna lead to to um Takeshita winning the DDT match, which is totally fine. Even though I would prefer All Japan protecting Yuma a bit more again. Yeah, but like this is perfect fifty fifty booking, <laughs> like. Uh, Yuma wins here, and then Yuma loses in DDT. Like that's. It's I, like, I don't think. Yeah, it, it's it's not gonna happen. Not gonna matter because it's in DDT, yeah. not all Japan. So for all Japan itself, it doesn't matter. But just yeah. in general, I wish they would, you know, maybe get a bit more again in in twenty twenty four. And I I would think he does because you know it's it's Yuma Owagi and they, they always have they, they will find a role for him down the line again. for sure, for sure. Then we move on to another Old Japan World Junior title match. We had Dan Tamura defeating Kochi, uh, Kochi Iwamoto in 16 minutes to retain his belt for the second time with the powerbomb. Um, similar to the uh, Dan Tamura match, it was a good match. It started off a bit slow for me. Um, when I like Iwamoto this more was than the start match. And it, it picked up really towards the end. Um, then tomorrow is a baby face that just starts this comeback. It's just awesome. It works so well for him. Because, you know, he has some, like, he, he wrestles differently than most juniors in terms of, you know, we, we don't see many powerhouse-based, kind of powerhouse-based juniors in, in, in all Japan these days with all these rather flashy wrestlers or rather technicians that we have. And, of course, in the all Japan roster itself, you have Atsuki and Rising Hayato, who are like the total opposite of Dan Tamura. So I'm glad that, you know, Dan, Dan continues to show us out for me. Um, how did you personally feel about this match? Because I know people are 
a bit higher on it than like the I was, but I think it was still like like good, good. I was I was higher on it than this auto match, but not by a lot. Uh, I I I don't know. I thought this was. I think it's because I'm a very big Iwamoto fan, and mm-hmm. and even though his comeback is not that great right now, mm-hmm. it's it's I'm still just very into him, uh, and I've always been very into him. Yeah, but Iwamoto... I don't know. I I I, I just like. <laughs> yeah, I think Iwamoto's pretty much said on Twitter that his run in all Japan is done for now, which is. Somewhat understandable because I love him. Like, like I really liked his old old Japan run where he was kind of the ace of the junior division for like four years. Yeah, but it's clear that he either is not motivated or he's just just you know not really in the best shape of of his of his career right now, which is okay. You know, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just. Um... It's 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 something old Japan. If he, he if he doesn't come back, it's something old Japan on the product itself doesn't really matter, especially in the junior division. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm glad that he put over Dan Tamura on his way out because Dan just needs all these big wins. It's, it's something I always I always point out that if you want to put over your new talent, you just need to throw veterans at him or like people. Yeah. That have higher standings. It's something that happens in Pro more often than it does in Choshi, sadly. Or like luckily, but sadly for Choshi. Um, so I'm I'm just, you know, glad. Um Well, the question now is of course uh, with Dantamura is facing off against uh Formula Arbanax, and the question here of course is Will this be finally the banger match that we expect from Dan Tamura in this run? And I hope the answer is yes. I mean, it's Fuminori out there. Yeah. Uh, if it was going to be, if it was going to be any time in the next, like, if it was going to be a early in this title reign banger match, it would be against Fuminori out there. Yeah. Uh, they wrestled Where- before. Yeah. In the Junior Battle of Glory, where um, Dantamura passed out in, in, in a submission, I think. Or, like, it was definitely a rest stop in a submission of Abe. So they are running it back here, which means, you know, obviously with uh, Ibamoto, it was the same. And Sato and Doi, he, he drew to both. So he kind of gets this win back from all these guys. Well, like, gets his wins from all these guys before he goes on to phase. Um, Likely Rising Hayato, Otsuki, and Ryo Inoue, um, yeah, as, as the next three, which are three really interesting matches itself. Because, of course, the, the, from Dan on, always the title change is possible, but Dan is not losing to Fuminori Abe. Um, I think we are both agreeing to that. The match itself will be really great because Dan's style fits perfectly to Abe's in some form, yeah. And I think Abe can get out the last last bit of fire that Dan needs to have this another great match. Of course, he had a great match against Lindemann, but you know you just sometimes see these middle matches just deliver. The match is happening on uh, February twentieth in the Curricon Hall. A cool match for it, so I'm I can't complain either. 
Then we move on to the co-main event of the show. We had the Cider Bros retaining the Old Japan World Tag Team titles against Ryuki Honda and Yuma Ansai in 18 minutes. And, well... I like this match more than, than others did I talked to. you, But it's like, it was really slow. Like, it was yeah. really slow. Yeah. I, um... Uh... It it started off slow, and when it continued to get longer and longer, it it picked up a bit, but it picked up way too late to make this match like really good. Um, it, it's a problem I have with Cider's general, but I think partly he also was Wada because his slow counts annoyed me so much in this. Yeah, game. like yeah, normally yeah, I don't yeah, mind. I noted that also. Normally, I don't mind, but I felt like it was extra slow today. And sometimes it was like a three, a two and a half second pin. And Wada, first of all, crawled there for like a second. Then he started one, two. And Ansai from like could have sprinted at a, a marathon in the time while I counted to three. It was insane. Oh. Dude, what is 69 years old? Dude I mean, I, I, I can't blame himself, you know, but he just should. I'm glad he doesn't refer is, is isn't doing triple crown matches anymore. Yes, but goddamn it, like Can I don't know. I, I I didn't really think about it until you mentioned it now, but I really I really remember that this match. Um, it's likely part of uh, the match itself being really slow. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought onside was great in the match though. Yeah, I, I thought I thought all four had some kind of cool showing, but I just think they their the match structure they chose was was not the right one. It felt like that the deciders were not you know not convincing enough to the crowd. I don't think the crowd was good uh, on the show that anyway. No. Um, I don't know, but but the the babyface comeback of Honda and Onside did really work out. Um, it was it was weird um, because have you seen a tag league match between them on the final day? That was like yeah, five like minutes shorter. It was more heated. The babyfaces got huge reactions from the crowd with with the Kurrican Hall being totally behind them. Uh, a cool match, uh, fiery performances, and then a clean yeah. finish. And yeah, this was I... just the same match, just in a bit slower, with three minutes longer and a worse crowd. I honestly think that is the main thing for uh, the Saito brothers, is that they need a crowd either behind them or booing them as much as possible. Like, the, I think they they are the, the, the two that need... The crowd the most it's like house of torture in new japan like they can't uh, and, and uh, apart from the fact that uh the Saitos are way better wrestlers at the moment in the ring uh but i uh, they kind of just need a hot crowd with them for the match to be that uh, to be like good to great yeah and it's not a good. I mean, normally all Japan crowds are pretty hot compared to yeah. other promotions outside of Kurikan Hall. Um, yeah. The only one really that can compete is outside of like some smaller promotions, like maybe New Japan. 
they're, they have also have cities that are like yeah. really weak. Um, Nagoya is always really weak for New Japan, for example. Um, yeah. But it, it's just, it, it sucks for the Saitos because it's, it holds them back a lot. It, I think it works better in Old Japan than it works in Glade because I think in Glade, their opponents also are just not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they had like a defense against uh, um, Daimonji and, and Kawakami in like 20 minutes in the co-main event. And I could not care less about it. Um, so, yeah. you know, the Ultraman movie is definitely better here. They are making themselves a good case for, for winning Tag Team of the Year for, for Tokyo Sports, at least. So I give them for that. Tokyo Sports, sure. <laughs> hey, they definitely get it together. Yeah. Uh, but after the match, of course, the Cider Bros were challenged by Business Tag, which is Kenji Mihara and Yuma Wagi for the February 25th show in Kyoto, KBS Hall. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> yes, man. Old Japan, Old Japan sometimes run bigger matches in, in Kyoto. Uh, they ran um, the Suwama versus Yoshitatsu from match in Kyoto. That was pretty well received by fans. But it's 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 still weird to see bigger matches getting booked in such a venue. Hey, KBS Hall, baby. It had it had the best five, start on five star match last year, and now it's gonna get this world tag team match. I am so hyped. It, it's gonna be a good one, yeah. I think that is gonna be one of the better Sunburst ones because we have seen their chemistry with with Kento and um, Kento and, and and Yuma Awagi before, and I think they will. Uh, they will likely not reach the level of of the other ones simply because of the atmosphere and all of that. But they will have a really good one. I don't. I I could see a title change, but I hope not, because I think Kanto needs to be away from any title picture until he beats Nakajima for the triple crown. So I guess Yuma is just gonna take the pin. And Cider Bros run or like will be champions going into Auto Ward. Likely against Hideki and Suwama. Yeah. That is yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm 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 looking forward to this either way. I I think it could be good for the Saitos and yeah, they, they need it, yeah. Better. After the last two rather solo ones, they just need a really good one now. I, I will say that I like the Honda and Ansai match way better than the, the Nakajima and Omori match. Yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, I would even say that both of the matches are likely the two best defenses. Um, they had one against, God, who was it in, um, in Hokkaido? Was it, was it Yoshitatsu and Takao Omori? Oh, God. That was, like, really <laughs> rough. I, I like the one against that... Suzuki and, and um, uh, Hokuto. But like uh, the uh, Takao and Yoshitatsu one was awful. Uh, it was not awful, but just really boring. So yeah, but no, but none of their matches has come close to the match they won the titles. <laughs> no, but I but I also said when it happened, they will never top this match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it was like so much that went just right in this match. I don't see him topping it with any other parent than Keto and Kaido. Uh, Kento and oh god, my name. Yeah, Kento and Yuma. 
Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move over to the main event. Yeah. Yeah, the main event. Ketsuka Nakajima defeats Shotaro Ashino in 90 minutes and 40 seconds with the arm lock to retain his Trip Crown Championship for the third time. Uh, another really good defense for Nakajima, who is, in my opinion, four out of four in great uh, Trip Crown matches. Yep. Even though I would say this was maybe the worst one. It, it's between this one and Dempsey. Uh, for me, this one started off a bit slow, of course, because it's just Nakajima style. Uh, but unlike the, so much. Uh, unlike the the Dempsey match, it, it it featured some kind of big moves at the beginning. It was like the 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 brutal power bomb by Ashina that went went a bit rival uh, viral on Twitter after like seven to eight minutes and started off this match with some really cool bombs. Towards the end of the match, it got really good. Um, but I felt like it ended a bit too early to for it to reach the next level, in my opinion. I agree. I agree there, but I thought it was excellent. Like I thought it was just amazing wrestling. Uh yeah, it was great wrestling. Like, like Nakajima focused on the arm from like the early beginning and it was yeah. a story throughout the match, and it just worked so well because Ashina was so good at selling. Yeah. Uh not the last time I'm gonna talk about great selling on this uh episode, but Great selling here from uh, Arsenal, uh, and I, I, I re- like that. Fi- that finish was brutal. <laughs> like I felt so bad for him. So, uh, I mean, it it, it worked for me. Uh, it, I agree. It could have, if this had had five or six more minutes, I think this would be way higher uh, for for a lot of people. But I I still thought, thought it was just great. Yeah, but I think this this Reddit dominant win then going, you know, the extra two to three minutes more and making it closer is somewhat what it's makes it it, it, it it's somewhat that makes Nakajima look way way better yeah. in cave babe. Because yeah, Ashino tried hard and he had a good performance and you know Ashina was longer in the arm uh, in the arm lock than the Nakajima uh, than Keto was because he was just like fighting for like one minute and Nakajima needed to adjust uh, the arm bar to then force Ashina to tap and I think that was really cool because then Nakajima now has pretty much two finishes that he could end a match with. Uh, I I don't think anyone will like, like it, it's either the Northern Lights bomb or the the arm lock. Because I don't think, um, I, I, you know, I don't think it's gonna be the Jesus. What, what's the move called now? Uh, the vertical, vertical spike is gonna end any match anytime soon in all Japan again. So, but yeah, I thought the match was was really good. I I liked Ashino in this match as well because he just he just was playing this fiery baby face who wants to take the belt away from the outside champion. And while he's kind of an outsider as well in terms of you know not being homegrown, he translated that to the crowd really well, and they were really behind him, wanting to see him win. At the same time, I feel a bit bad for for him because, um, yeah, I know many people forget it, but he won the Triple Crown Championship, uh, the the Champion Carnival, and likely we don't know he was at least. It was not unlikely that he was beating Hichinagara at the time before he got injured. 
while now he's just got a sudden title change that pretty much came out of nowhere where he still was kind of cold after coming back, in my opinion. And yeah. just lost. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he is in an unfortunate situation because they struck gold with the Nakajima. Uh, yeah, it, and it was the honestly, right decision, no, no doubt. It was the right decision. And honestly, like Yuma, I I hate to say this because I'm a very big fan of Shoto Roshino, but if if not for that injury, we wouldn't have gotten the Yuma rain, which I, I fucking loved. I, I'm I'm pretty sure at this point that, that Yuji would have just beaten him, but it would have been it would have been better for Shino in general because it, it you know, now it's like because he was hot at that time, and now he's just cold. Yeah. And now he's coming I, out without a faction, all of that. And he kind yeah, of I agree with that. Going on. He, but he is also a guy that I think is so good that he can be easily uh, like lit on fire again. Like if you know what I mean, like he can easily catch that fire again in the future. Yeah, he, he just needs this, this one. Maybe this is the start for something for him. He just needs just one, one story that that keeps him going again, which is good. Yeah, he he will definitely get it because they they clearly view him high enough. They may view him not as a triple crown champion, but they, but they may but they view him high enough for him to to play a an essential role in the product itself. Yeah, should be interesting. I am, then, I I am uh, interested in to see where this the rest of this Inokism rain goes. <laughs> um, yeah, of course we have Ray Saito coming up um, at the February twentieth show. Who is you know, obviously not winning belt. Yeah, obviously a pillar defense. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is fine for a Kurikan. And they have Auto Ward coming up, and we know Auto Ward is always. At least a, yeah, at least a bigger defense for, for Nakajima, where he technically could lose the belt. I don't see it, but he technically could. Um, it, it will also be like one of their last shows in Order World since it's closing. It, it's the last generation. one, yeah. It's, it's the last yeah. one in Order World before it closes down until the end of the year. Um, looking looking for the roster who technically could challenge him for that show. Um, it seems like it's Suwama. But Suwama's also teasing going for the tag belts. I don't know what, what they're doing there. Um, otherwise, maybe they have to bolt and run Unsai at the auto board again. Which would at least... I, I would love that. Which would at least mean that... Um, and someone young is getting this huge butt instead of you know someone older. Yeah, which is which is you know totally fine. Um, I, I would prefer that. Uh, other, otherwise, there's not much really they have for, for him. Honda's Honda's not getting this spot yet, um, so it's likely between uh, Ansai or Suwama, which I'm I'm fine with both options. Except out of nowhere, Nakajima just loses to to, to Ray Sino and they run Jinvis Ray, but I don't think that yeah. would be terrible. <laughs> so, um, I I would I would hope it's Anzai, but I a, think it's, it's a Suwama defense scares me because I'm just so afraid of that 
belt ending up on Suwama again. Yeah, uh, but it's Suwama who always loses somehow. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I would run on the side, but I, I, can, I can see if they do. I mean, the Hideki versus uh, Suwama match seems pretty... Straightforward like to how to what is leading, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Then, then of course we have some kind of new small Japan with um, Suchi Shikawa and now Blackman sorry leaving the company. I don't think we have talked about it on, on Pure Gems really yet. Uh, Suchi Shikawa is seemingly going to the um, Sabify brand while continuing doing. Evolution Choshi, where he's now officially named the GM. So I guess uh, yeah. some Shuji kind Shikawa. of on-screen on role in, in Evil Girls while likely working as a freelancer wherever he yeah. gets bookings, mainly mainly likely in DDT going forward. Yeah, uh, DDT has their King of DDT tournament, who, which is having their 20th anniversary this year. And they are bringing back former winners of that tournament. Uh, and uh, Shuji Shikawa won the 2016 edition of the tournament and was invited back. And that is, I think he will all like right now, he's only announced for that, but he can always just show up before that. I expect him to re- have his first back match back in DDT at the Judgment Show, uh, the anniversary show. Yeah, there's uh, there's also some some kind of acts right on 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 some show with Hirada and Doi, I think, right? Or am I wrong now? But there's some kind of acts in the DDT coming up where I think that uh, Blackman Sorry will come in, because uh, he's someone that really could fit into DDT as a comedy wrestler. Uh, I think. I think, uh, yeah, you might be right. I I know uh, Hirado said he was going to form his own faction, and Doi uh, kind of semi-agreed that he was going to join, <laughs> but like jokingly. Um, DDT is a wild place. Things can happen every time, every day there. I I. I... I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. For for, for on screen product, of course, um, Mensore and Ishikawa leaving is not like the the biggest loss, because both really took a back seat. I mean, you know, Mensore is also just a comedy wrestler, bit, but um, especially uh, Ishikawa took a back seat in the past year now. So on screen, it's not a big loss, but uh, Fukuda, the president of All Japan. Uh, pretty much called the matchmakers in an interview, which pretty much tells us they were in a booking comedy. Uh, we we already knew about it from uh, that Suji Kawa was in it because it was pretty much together with someone with a hat booker. But but Mansori being in it is is not Olsen, you know, two creative minds leaving. I just hope there's no. It, it, it doesn't change whatever is going on in all Japan on screen because I currently enjoy it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, either way, I will now be talking. I will now be the one reviewing Shuji Shikawa matches over on yeah. Tomatic Dream Dragons. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. I have it for you. It's on the 25th in, in the Kurikin. It's 
uh, Uwashi, Oishi, and Dino versus Doi, Hirata, and X new unit member. That, that is that is that is not Ishikawa. <laughs> that, no, I, that, can... I, I think I think that's Black Manzore. Okay, yeah, that yeah, that could be Black Manzore. That oh man, Hirata and Black Manzore. Maybe he can finally bring some charm to him. Okay, but it, but it seems like they they tag on. So we'll see. Um, so okay, we, we have the first month of World Japan this month covered up. How do you yes. feel about the promotion itself right now and moving forward? How invested are you in the so I gave All Japan uh promotion of the year in 2023? Yes, um, and um, I, I, I feel like their, their start of the year has been way weaker than la last year, uh, where they had two match of the year contenders. <laughs> yeah, like in the first week, uh, but 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 you notice month. but you notice the difference between one and the other. The, the one had Ketamihara on top. So yeah, yeah. It's it, it's yeah, definitely you know it's definitely just Ketamihara who made the difference. Not it, I I I I get that, and I I I I definitely miss Ketamihara on top. I yeah, it hurt me that he the match he was in on the the, the big show, <laughs> uh, but. I, I, there's been a lot of confusing store uh, stuff they're doing this this month, like the whole Nakajima uh, title thing where he refused to carry it or whatever, and and like teased that he was gonna vacate it or whatever, and everyone got it was so mistranslated that everyone was so confused for like twelve hours. Yeah, uh, that was weird. I'm I'm not. I wish the Saito Brothers, uh, Brothers matches were uh, were hitting harder. Uh, Dantamura is not as explosive has not has not as has had uh, as explosive as a start as I felt Atsuki had last year. Yeah, uh, Atsuki but... faced like Kazayashi. <laughs> he he also faced Hikaru Sato, which was great. But, oh, wasn't uh, it generally okay? Okay, yeah. I take it back. Yeah, and that was. But yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I I I feel like there's like compared to last year, it's just as it's it sounds stupid, you know. But it's in the end, it's ace. It's just Nakaji. Uh, it's just Kento not being at the top spot, and missing. Yeah, I I honestly think they. It was it was a B start to the year, but they will definitely keep moving up. Uh, yeah, with all the stuff going on, it's it's just a bit. It's just a bit tiring in some form. It was a bit tiring to follow them. But now where things ca uh, calm down a bit, in my opinion, they are creatively at least on a good way outside of some kind of some kind of PS that Nakajima's dropping. But, you know, hey, that's we've, just, we've that's just <laughs> stuff he does on Twitter. You know, it, 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 yeah. I don't care what he does on Twitter because... It's on Twitter and not if he's like walking yeah. out with Simon Inoki now on the show, then something different. Uh, yeah, and I, I mean, say what you will about all Japan, at least we got to talk about them for a, an hour <laughs> oh, yeah. because they're uh, like, I, I, I think they will always. All Japan is a company that can turn back and have an amazing uh, month suddenly out of nowhere, and yeah, uh, everybody's looking good. The card next month looks looks fun. They have um, Seki Yoshioka coming in, which is really cool. To that see. is awesome. Yeah, and they have a cool character. 
we will talk about it later. Then we have, then we move on, I would say, to yes. Big Japan Pro Wrestling. They had a Kurakin Hall show on January 2nd, uh, with the main event being Yuya Oki defeating Leighton Bussaw from um, Bristol, um, England. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, in in 22 minutes and 56, uh, 56 seconds with the Tiger, tiger Suplex, it's his sixth defense with the belt. And might be a hot tag, I don't know. It's likely the best defense of Oki's reign. And it's I, I, I was going to say that. <laughs> and it's and it's in my opinion, it's not on Aoki itself, it's just because Bustle was so good in this match and he Bustle was I had never seen this guy before. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's, this it's, was insane. And he came he came I he had a match against Will Osprey last year that I watched. So I, I, I knew him and some some kind of some kind of big fan performance before. But unlike the other challenges Aoki had in his title run, especially the the, the Sekimoto Kamitani stretch and Nakanoe stretch where it felt like the matches were good, but it felt like they had a better one in them. Yeah. This one was just Bassaw trying to step up and prove why he belongs in the main event of the Curtain Hall, and it worked out so well. He was a great, arrogant, kind of like bully situation where he threw everything he can at the champion, while Aoki as the ace, of course, just showed showed heart and determination and overcame this yeah. evil British man. I was so impressed with Leighton Buzzard in this match. Like, that's my main notes from this match. Like, he was insane. The high flying moves, I was not expecting. And, oh, yeah, definitely. And I, I don't know. I, I, this guy, I, I, I feel like Big Japan should definitely bring him back and have him as a regular because, man, I, I don't know. I what because I am not that big of a big Japan fan, so I didn't know about his whole faction that he has surrounded himself with, uh, Pro Project Havoc, um, which seems like uh, him and like other foreigners kind of, which is cool. Like uh, that's a cool gimmick to have in big Japan. That's something that they never have there. Uh, I feel like. And it, at least they, they don't have Necro Butcher as part of uh, their their unit. And I, I honestly was like very into this. Um, and I walked away from the map wanting to see way more of Leighton Buzzard. Uh, but he returned yeah. to England, so I'm not. He, he's wrestling in WXW here. I know that for a fact. Um, yeah, he, he looked really cool in this match. And I think. Aoki kind of was the background character for me, simply because I was so impressed with Bassaw. But he also yeah. was, of course, really well. So we are now yeah. like nine months into his title reign. Yes. 273 days, uh, six defenses. How are you feeling about it? Like about his reign in general? I am. I don't know. I'm feeling good about it. I. I guess. I think the struggle for me here is that Big Japan, Big Japan has so few people to put against him that are I would consider credible threats. Mm -hmm. If you get me, uh, I yeah. liked 
I, of course, the match where he won the title is was a legendary match, uh, but uh, I felt like his first up until the Daisuke match, I didn't feel like any of the matches stood out, and then the Daisuke Sakimoto match came, and they that was just Daisuke Sakimoto, <laughs> and I felt that yeah. that was good. Like that I, was I, a very you know, yeah. I I like the Nakanoya one the most. Um, it's just. It's similar problems we had, for example. I'm sorry for the start of lore with with Mirai's reign or, or yeah. or some others in the past. Which just the run itself is good, but just this key match to make the reign special is just missing for me. Yeah, and and like when he started the title reign off on such a key on such a key match, it's kind of hard to live up to that match. Yeah, of course. Uh, it, it's impossible. There's only one wrestler where I could see it, it topping, and it's going to take a while until we run the, uh, the Takuya yes. Nomura match. Yeah. So. Uh, that is the guy who I think will be the big uh, marquee match there. In I... yeah. It's, it's, but then, you know, you have a year-to-year difference. So I hope... Yeah. Well, I hope he gets at least one one more great match, and I think the Basso match was a good... Good middle match, a really good middle match, and he'd need an in his title run to keep it fresh. Yeah. Um... Well, next up is uh, Kazumi Kikuta, who's challenging. Um, oh, that's cool. It's an interesting one, because it's it's pretty much his biggest singles match of his career. Yeah. I can't really tell. I mean, he had some strong title matches, so I remember correctly, but they were like in the pandemic, and they were like 10 minutes long because Okubayashi just squashed him. So I don't know really what to expect from that itself, but it's at least something fresh. And if we go through, and he is normally a a, he is normally a death division wrestler. Yeah, that's also true. So 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 it will be kind of interesting. You know, something interesting. If we go through Um, the the former champion list and who is still on roster, I would expect that Daichi Hashimoto is going to get a shot in like March, and then it's um. It, then it's Nomura in May. Which is... uh, if they if they run Daichi Hashimoto on the Golden Week show, then they're not cooking at all. <laughs> I I don't think they would. I think I think I, yeah. Nomura. Um. Yeah. I. How do you feel about the other stuff happening in uh, Big Japan? I mean, the deathmatch stuff is the biggest bullshit I've seen. Like they traded the belt from yeah. um Yuki Ishikawa was on a good reign and they ruined it. <laughs> yeah, they ruined it and then he won it back like five days later for some reason. Yeah. That's it, like that's exactly what Dragon Gate did with Casey and the Brave Gate last year, and I hated that. Um Yeah. Um I mean I, I mean I it's I mean, I, I just don't like to add a, a reign of your ace so early and then of your presumably new ace, deathmatch ace, and just give it a yeah. back because it just destroys his first reign. But yeah. whatever. I think the tag division is pretty cool. I cannot wait to see the to see the Crazy Lovers versus uh, yeah, Wakamatsu uh, and Ishikawa match. It is... The Korkin match on the 20th, the Korkin show on the 27th, I am that main event. It's the main event I really cool, yeah. can't wait to see that main event. 
So that's something to look forward to. Oh, well, I'm just, just when is that airing on, on Samurai? It doesn't say on it doesn't. It, it it's just it's just Nico Nico. So we need to wait for for the uh, sub no. subscription. Um, I mean, it's you know, I'm still not really high on on Big Japan in general, but at least they gave me this time something I really enjoy to watch, which is good. Yes, thank you to that. Then. Moving on to maybe the one of the maybe the better the best show we will talk about here in general. Uh, uh, while, uh before that, while yeah. we're at uh, uh death matches, I just want to uh shout out a freedoms match from this week uh this month. Uh, Dice Masoka and Masaji Takeda versus Takeo Ueki and Violento Jack. Uh, it's on the Freedoms YouTube channel, YouTube channel. for free. Uh, very good match. Uh, a good preview of the upcoming uh, Takeda versus Ueki title uh, King of Freedoms match, uh, which is next month. Uh, well, this month in February. So I just recommend checking that out on the YouTube. It's fun. It's a good preview. And let's move over to Serism. Yes. Um, it's likely the best show we'll talk about here. Uh, Serism Chapter 3. In Shinjuku Phase, 585 fans uh, sold out. So, diving quickly into the undercard before we just talk about the main show, uh, main match, because that's a match, well, we need to talk about yeah. here. We have Miyamomono and Riku Kawahata defeating Atsusa and Tomoka Inaba. Uh, a fine little match with especially, I think, Tomoka and Mio cooking together. Atsusa just looks great in here. So, I'm Man. happy. How the Inaba sisters are so fucking good. <laughs> I love them, yeah. I just love them. Then, moving, then, Aja Kong and Yago Yokota defeated Chichi and Kizuna Tanaka, which was your typical old veteran just beating up the rookies match and the rookies showed Why great does fire this here. have such a low cage match rating? What the hell? This is way too harsh. What the hell? <laughs> Like then it we, wasn't that bad. No, it was not. <laughs> it, it was definitely bad in that. Then we mm -hmm. had Tom, uh, Takumi Roha defeating Miyuki Takasa in 10 minutes 27 seconds with the go to Soi. Uh, that that was a bit too short to really this, start. This was but, also better than the rating, in my opinion. Uh, that that was um, it should have been a bit longer, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, to make the really go, f because it felt like the moment it started to really go. Get good, it it's ended, so it was yeah. disappointing for me. Even though Miyuki Takase now had two matches in Cerism and two of them undelivered, in my opinion, so it's it's kind of like maybe she's just not as good. No, um, maybe it's just that <laughs> they they need to give her something that she, she can work with better instead of one match going way too long and the other one being way too short. I I I I mean I just enjoyed this match. I thought it was very good, but the, like again, not big uh, standout. But yeah. Then we had Kari Tonane Takahashi defeating Hiragi Kurumi Nonagi Sayaka nearly twenty minutes. Uh, cage match got the got the time wrong. I'm not speaking about this match. It was Kari Ito being one of the worst wrestlers in the world for like twenty minutes. With yep. Nagi, Kurumi, and Nane trying to carry it, but it's just not possible. If some matches built around Ito in 2024, yep, it is what it is. So you, you know, 
It sucks. Then we had the main event, and that's the match we want to talk about here. Match of the month. Sari defeated Chihiro Hashimoto 23 minutes and 29 seconds with an Urunagi, with some, some Urunagi uh, suplex bridge thing. I don't know how, how she calls it. I don't think it has an actual name. Um, this match was out of the world, and I think it was better than the first one. I don't know if it was the best between them because they had a really good one in, in Sendai in 20... Uh, I, okay, um, the, tw- the 2019 one. I, I need to... Uh, like just proclaim the double something tight one. Here. I don't know the double tight yeah. one. Is yeah, I know what which one you're talking about. I need to clarify something about me as a wrestling fan. Yeah, I hold much more value in matches I watch live, live than historical matches. Yeah, I, I, I have watched uh, the, the Sari versus Hashimoto match from 2019. The double title match that uh, is. A match I've watched many, many times, but I was not a fan of Senegal's at the time. I was not, I did not watch that show live. Uh, I have watched that many, many times. Before Sari came back uh, from WWE, I would say that was her best match ever. But I, I think that since then, because of me as a wrestling fan watching the matches live or like right after they happened, I have both enjoyed the Nakajima match from last year more and the Hashimoto match from this year more. Just because be to, to be in the moment uh, watching these matches mean more to me as a wrestling fan. Yeah, that's totally understandable. And this is amazing. I, I, I fucking love this match. <laughs> uh, uh, Hashimoto yeah. and Sari have fantastic chemistry. Yeah, Hashimoto was was such a great beast at base in this match for Sari because Sari needed to fight for every single piece of offense, especially yeah. in the early part with Sari, uh, where Hashimoto was more dominant. Yeah, it created it, such it, a she dramatic... had to earn everything in this match. Yeah, and then it made this match the atmosphere of this match so dramatic because, of course. It's a Sari, isn't the story coming into this match was Sari wants to revenge her loss and finally beat Hashimoto after being pinned twice. Um, one in the Senjo tag that we will see in 18 months, and the other one, of course, in the first season. Yeah, and so the atmosphere was just electric, the crowd was really into it, and Sari fighting from underneath is nearly as good as she fighting on top, um, which we have seen in Seedling before, for example, against um, Sasamura. And she's just so good at these little things. Hashimoto, anyway, you know, Hashimoto's just incredible. Eddie created such a great match and such a great how, Phoenix stretch that got me totally invested. How f- I One of the best things about this match was that they, they said they said there is a chat. We have a sixty-minute time limit on this match. <laughs> yeah, expected and, to thirty at least. Yeah, and they did not work like it was a sixty-minute time limit match at all. <laughs> they don't know how to be slow, how to like slow down the match, because they just go violent. <laughs> like both of these women were dead around the twenty mark. I, 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 I remember saying in the Discord live chat uh, at the 20 mark, like, 
these two can't go 20 minutes more. These two can't even go 10 minutes more. They're dead. <laughs> they have killed yeah, each other. And I fucking love that. Yeah, it felt Just... like it was and instead of I mean obviously the 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 main reason they did this was just because they wanted a clean finish, and yeah, I expected them to at least with a clean finish without teasing like some kind of time of draw, which which was a good decision, in my opinion. And I'm glad they didn't lead too much into that because I think outside of maybe two or three minutes more, this match didn't need like another ten minutes. So. I'm glad they ended it here, and especially the final five minutes were just out of this world. Like, yeah, seeing Sari at this underdog finally slaying the beast Hashimoto, while Hashimoto just, regardless what she got thrown at, she always got back up in the end until Sari hit the Urinagi and got to uh, the revenge win. It was just a great moment. It was built up for a while with Hashimoto and Sari facing each other sometimes. It's it just worked in what they aimed for, and it was great. Um, yeah. The problem now is, of course, what is next for Sari in terms of Sari isn't. She called out, well, I wouldn't say Working called away. out, but she pretty much said to Tokyo Sport backstage that she wants to wrestle Julia and Mayu Watani. The, 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 the Julia match isn't happening. <laughs> isn't or is happening? No, it's not happening. I, I mean, I, the, my, the Mayu match might be happening, but it's the, not the happening Mayu is match, the reason. Sure. The Mayu match is not yeah. happening is the reason. I could see the junior match happening, but, I, you know, it's so I, unlikely because one of them I, needs to lose. It's the, <laughs> the, the not losing. Is, the thing is, Julia, I... There's only one person I think Julia will actually lose to before leaving Stardom. And I don't even think that is certain. certain. That's Susan or Micah, one of them. I, I think it, it should be Micah. But I don't know if that even is a certainty. Because it's Julia. And I, I have a feeling that she wants to be protected until she's in WWE. And the problem just uh, is, of course, we obviously don't know what she's going to do when her contract is up. She said... I mean, the report they stated is it's stable. The report is that when the contract is up, she wants to take a break and study English and likely wants to prepare a move to America. Sure. And likely, of course, which is part, part of it, she likely just wants her body to recover because she's, yeah. you know, she's she wrestled like four years and it's she, one of the stiffest I, times can work. Yeah, so, I mean, like, Six months off is probably something Julia's body needs. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's totally fine. I don't know if it's a rematch, but then you yeah, know, I, I, I really the doubt stuff, that Julia versus Sari yeah. will happen. But if we move away from the two Julia, Julia and Mayu match with Sari, what is she gonna do in the next series? Like Corgan Hall, versus... I, I think Iroa or Nane is our two. Oh my. The not, I, would, the I, would, I would explode if it's if it's not a because that would, would be like so much. That is, they have a lot of history. <laughs> like that is that is a what, match what, that they can do easily. What's the chance he wrestles like, you know, Unagi? It's a bit, I don't know if she, the thing is, Sari is really picky with her opponents for Sari. If, if it's if it's Unagi, then it's still in Shinjuku pace. <laughs> but but I think. 
if she wants the next uh, Starism to be in Corkin, which I think is a goal this year, for sure, yeah. uh, then I then I think the way to sell out Corkin or to at least get as much as possible would be a non-A match. Um breaks out Chikusana Gaio out of retirement. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> uh but yes. like she's I, I don't know I don't know if uh, she's going to face Nane while she's holding the seeding title. <laughs> I had as well another thing. It's like it's like a lot of things she can do, but just you know we, we know how Sari is with her matches, so it would be interesting to see what she picks. But Sari yeah. is always a good time. Um, I what think the show she, itself was what if, what if she randomly just brings in it brings in Yoshiko? I thought he wanted to say Tiffany Stratton, but <laughs> close enough. She she finally gets Yoshi Yoshiko to to, to like come show back up. out of the way. To to, to, cool. to actually show she exists. <laughs> I am still yeah, that would, that would be cool. I agree. So moving on, um we, we yes. talked about her. Um, earlier on the story show, uh, Miyamono had also quite an interesting month. She won the Oz Academy Open Weight Championship on January 7th in the Shinjuku phase. 482 fans with the JK Bomb in 20, 23 minutes and 30, uh, 47 seconds with um, to crown herself the 29th champion. So, Sandra, please start on this match because I think you're way higher in it than I am. Uh, um, I don't know where you got that impression. I, I mean, I thought it was good. I am not. I, I, I have seen some people be way too high on this match. I am not. Uh, I thought. I thought. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be. I mean, if, if I, people, people it was watch good. it, I, well, like I could the, disagree. I thought this Akino, uh, Akino. Has this the this Akino Mio match the same problem as the Roha Akino match, and it's just yeah. Akino's work on top is so boring to me. I one hundred percent agree. She's really slow, and she doesn't have much interest in me to to really get out. Oh yes, I want to see the babyface come back. The thing about this match compared to the Roha one is just. It has uh, more like Mio has, has more. Mio and... has more of the instant fire that she brings to the match yeah. than Iroha or Akino has. So this match instantly got way harder the moment Mio started to come back. So it was by far the best part of this match for me. Um, I, yeah. I still felt like it was it was good. You know, I'm I'm like seven out of ten or something, but I don't think it was as good as people made it. I'm... Yeah, I gave it three point five stars. Yeah, yeah, I, I have two. I, 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 I just I did not see what other people saw in this match. I think some people just saw that Mio won, and that's why they are rating it as high as they do. Um, I mean, I, I appreciate you know, which I, I understand what what they went for. I, I like the structure where with the veteran Akino just beating down Mio uh, savagely until you know Mio just just needed to needed to overcome. It's just, you know, I don't think Akino, who controlled much of the pace of this match, was good enough to make it interesting. Yeah. 
Mia winning is cool, and her finally getting some some kind of big win is much needed after whatever happened last year. <laughs> well, the question now is, what is next for her? Um, the next match, next. Do, do you think this? Uh, first off, do you think this is a makeup for? Uh, no, Osaki I just. Yeah, I, I, I will come to that. I, I will come to my okay. what, what I think will happen. Um, the next number one contender match is between Sunoko Kato and Mayumi Ozaki in February, with the winner likely challenging at the next Kurikan. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be another with Zero, and Mayumi's just beating her again. Oh my god, you can't be serious. I, I, I think that's the goal. I think it's just another V0 and, and Mia wins it. Uh, and, and, uh, but also, what I will say is, you know, if Ozaki is winning the is, is winning this match and is losing to Mio, it would happen in Oz Academy. It would suck. She, yeah. Like, I mean, it's even though even it might be title versus title and Mio is winning the free we belt free uh, w uh, uh, the the marvelous belt back uh the free we free a free a yeah jesus christ uh belt back it just would be you know it happened on the oz academy show so like she still lost the marvelous yes which is which is like <sighs> I don't know how to feel about it, so I hope that Silicon Kado wins and at least Mio gets a defense. But I really could <laughs> see them just just doing Mio loses to Osaki one more time, and then she wins oh. it, like, and then beats her in like April, uh, April in like August or whatever. And I really hope that's not the case. Oh, uh, I am, I'm so glad I don't really care about the Oz Academy or Marvelous. I am. So glad I stopped caring about Mio Momono as a <laughs> Like I love her, I love her as an inner. No, yeah, you stop I don't. About it's just, I I it's don't care it's about too her frustrating. Anymore. Yeah, it's too frustrating to be in, yeah. in, in like really into it. Yeah, she's a great wrestler. I. It's a shame that she has to be stuck in this fucking shit place that is the the marvelous and Osaki Os Os Academy place of. Joshi wrestling. I wish she was in a way better place. My wish for 2024 is that she gets a big match against someone that is not over 50. Yeah. When was the last big big singles match? I'm not talking about singles match in general. Just big singles match against someone that wasn't over 50. Hashimoto? I mean, Arisa Nakajima. When was it? I mean, yeah. I mean, it was like on a tour show. To be fair, yeah. What's the last time? Okay, like, so then it then it's Hashimoto uh, before she got the, the match. She got injured in. Uh, oh yeah, it's, 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 it might might it might be that. It might be yeah. That's true. Jesus. Well, yeah. That being said, I'm. She should have. She should have joined uh, May. <laughs> <laughs> she should have just left. Imagine, imagine just a faction of May, uh, Mio, and Susu. God, oh. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to another match that we will love to talk about. Um, it's uh, Osaka Pro One. Yes, yes, we talk about Osaka Pro in this show. Wow, it, that's the first time. 
Uh, Osaka Pro New Year Special 2024. We had a junior title match. And I think you should start with it. We have Ryo Matsufusa defeating Billy Kent Kid with the Tiger Dragon in 30 minutes and 27 seconds for the first time. And this match got a lot of hype on Twitter, on the Pro Indie Twitter and Discords. Yes. And you need to explain our audience why. <laughs> because I'm the one that was really high on it. Out of us, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Billy King Kid, uh, who's been with Osaka Pro his whole career, is kind of like the the, the, the de facto like face of the company. Uh, he will be retiring in April. Uh, Roya Matsufusa is a 25 year old uh, who debuted in 2020 during the pandemic, uh, who is a very much an up and coming star. And here he is defending against the top guy in the promotion, the guy who's uh, retiring at uh, later in the year. And they work a classic veteran versus the young upstart match uh, where Billiken Kid plays the smart veteran who targets uh, Ryo Masafusa's uh, limbs perfectly. And Ryo Masafusa lets that injury overcome him. Like he, he, uh, Billiken Kid works over his leg and when Ryoya Masafusa's offense is a is a lot of kicks and knee strikes, that hurts his offense. And you see it during the match. You see every time he goes for a for a knee strike, it it's less effective than the last time. It's it is perfect selling for 30 minutes. I was so impressed with the selling there. And yeah. I just thought it was such a greatly great work match. Um, I I remember the week it happened and the week it got sent to me by a very good friend, Paul Wedding. I uh, we had a slot open for Dramatic Dream Dragons that week. Uh, we were reviewing the Cork and Halls from Dragon Gate and uh, whatever else. And I I sent a message to Paul and said, "Hey, I have to have you on to." Talk about Billy King Kid versus Masafusa uh, because we, I, you watched it as well. You were the one that got me out of it, and we, I think we talked for almost thirty minutes about this match on Dramatic Dream Dragons. It was an experience. Yeah, I, I have, I've gone back and watched this. The, the crowd being so behind uh, Billy King Kid, even though he's like being a pretty big dick here. And I, it was just an amazing, amazingly worth match for me. Um, and again, Vio Masafusa did something with this uh, limb selling that I have never seen done. Yeah. Like letting it consume him. And I, I mean that. You have to watch this match and see how much the, his leg bothers him. I. Love this match, and I'm so glad a Osaka Pro match gets gets so much hype as it does. Uh, I'd be, and uh, yeah, it's awesome for Billy King Kids also since it's his last year. Yeah, it was. You know, the match was just amazing. 
Um, it is like you said, the selling part, and of course, a good limp work matches. I wouldn't say rare at this point, but definitely something we we don't see as much, especially limp, limp work in terms of lag work, because a bad lag work match can be awful. While you know, if you yeah. work an arm and someone just doesn't sell the armor as much, it, it, it isn't as bad. So if you go with this, and they did, it's just it just needs to work, and it worked perfectly here. Uh, Billy Kidd, of course, played this, this like you said, this crumpy veteran here that just wanted to destroy his lag, and um, Matsufusa just overcame this and and won the match in the end. If you want to check out the match, it's for free on YouTube on Osaka Pro channel. Um, you, you will just yeah. find it, I think, if you just search for Osaka Pro. If not, you will find this match. It's just search Osaka Pro on, on Twitter. You will find a link to the match quickly. Unreal, yeah, and, um... unreal match, unreal performance. Likely one of the best matches you have will see this month. It's unreal. Oh, yeah. It was on my top 10 of the month that I made last year. Uh, uh, no, not last year. Yesterday, uh, which uh, covers all of wrestling I saw this month. Um, and yeah, I it was it was so hard for me to not have it higher uh, higher than I did. <laughs> um, like, and it also, the, the big thing about this match is that it made me a fan of uh, Masafusa, who I will be keeping a very close eye on in the future now. Like, I want to watch more of this guy. And uh, yes. I, I, I can't wait, because I think Osaka Pro uploads all of their shows on YouTube. Uh, not live, of course, but uh, in they tape them, and then they upload them. In the, in, in, I, don't, the I don't know if it's all shows, but, but most of them, I think, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is cool. It's, I, it's... I, I can't wait to watch more. Yes, I, I hope so. I hope I hope we hear like three or four more great matches from Osaka Pro this year. That's all I want. Really. That would be awesome. Uh, I I hope the um, I hope the Billy King Kid retirement show will be live in some format. I I think I will make an effort to watch that live then. Yeah, that would be cool. Then moving on um, to rather a quiet like rather a sad topic but we quickly need to talk about it um the seedling show uh with the tag tournament just just to go into the results of the tag tournament um well we we would need to talk about it so in in the first match of it uh we had or like in the second match of it we had Arisa Nakajima Sarai defeating Miyuki Takase Natsumire but the big injury but but the big part here was the injury of Arisa Nakajima who suffered a cervical spinal cord injury um, during when Miyuki Takase like like pressed her pressed her neck against the ring rope and a bit too too strong I guess and she just fell and and apparently needed and apparently really couldn't move and just laid down and was yeah. transported away with the hospital. Yeah. Um, a really bad and unfortunate situation and put the show on hold. Uh, just for Arisa, apparently she's fine now. She's released from the hospital, can walk around I... without problems and doesn't need surgery, which is a really good part. That's good. I I remember the day this happened. And we have a friend in our Discord who was at this show. 
and he was keeping us updated. Uh, and he said, "Oh, I'm I'm hearing sirens outside. They're ta- they're taking her away with an ambulance." And I was so worried. I I was so afraid for her her safety. I I thought I thought it was spinal. Yeah, cervical spinal cord can be awful. That that's pretty. I mean, yeah. of course, I don't want to compare injuries, but you know, we have seen what a similar injury just the worst can do to wrestlers. Um, Otani, for example, had a similar is- injury, and you know, he cannot wrestle anymore, cannot walk, cannot move anymore for like yeah. the past two years now. Yeah, so, it, really, it's she had really luck here, and I'm glad because you know, wrestling aside, of course, they are all humans, and we want them to have a in life, regardless of how they are doing in a ring, where they just can can live on with their life and can have a normal life even after wrestling. So, yeah. I'm really glad that it's nothing serious, and I guess she will be out for the time being. There's no like timetable because it's just an in mine injury, but it's it's still a really serious one. Take um, all the time. <laughs> Take yeah, as much time I guess, as possible. I guess if if we you know. If you want to to predict something, it's likely likely a few more shows. Um, like like she she will not be out for like a year, I would think, considering she's already in the dojo again and all of that. I don't know if she's training. Yeah. she's at least in dojo, so she can live normally. I guess it maybe I maybe mean... it's around something around April September in that timetable. I would guess. Which is... the... The big problem with this whole thing, um, for the promotion itself, not for, of course, yeah. Is... But like, I just need to point out that uh, this is the second injury in the span of two years. Oh, you mean that? Okay. In uh, the span... you... No, in the span of one and a half year, that Arisa Nakajima has gotten hurt during a match. And has has been forced to be pull, pull, pull out from shows. Um, oh yeah, okay, you mean that? Okay, I, I was confused what you mean. Yeah, yeah um, it's it's worrying. I I, I don't like like I I almost expect like expect a retirement announcement at any time. I'm not saying that it will happen because I know she loves wrestling, but there she is. How many more injuries can she have before that happens? Before she just gets advice to stop wrestling? Because yeah, I am it's, worried. It's, it's definitely something she will think about in her break. How, how her yeah. wrestling is going. How she will adjust maybe her moveset and all of that. So yeah. we'll see how that things will play out for her. I was I was thinking you were talking about that. Uh, Seedling has the rest of um, one referee now and no yeah. available wrestlers. That, that, that is of course also a pro- big problem. Seedling. <laughs> um, so yeah. the rust right now is um, if we, if we just go with active in connect. So we have um, Natsuki Tayo, who is a referee and yep. likely the booker. Then we have um, Arisa Nakajima, who is now out injured, sadly. And Rika Kaiju, who is out indefinitely and retired and unretired in a 12-day span. So, um, it's bad for them. They have two rookies coming up in the, in the dojo, but, you know, who knows when yeah. they are debuting. And in the end, they're just rookies. So uh, I'm, it's, it's... 
I kind of, I kind of um, like consider Ayame as a seedling roster member since she is on every show. Uh, I mean, I guess she wasn't on this show, but that was that's because she was in the other block. But um, and <laughs> yeah, Hiroyo yeah, also have, kind have... of. Is they have at least freelancers, of course. Yeah, they have at least the yeah. freelancers that they are regularly coming in, but it's just clearly, yeah, it's, I, I, it's just I clearly, you. you know, something. Um, well, Dealing is uh, not a fun company to follow, uh, it, it's tough, and I hope they figure things out. And I hope Arisa comes back the moment she feels ready to and doesn't rush it because of it, yeah. So that's the hope here. Uh, for the tag tournament itself, um, Maya, Kihi, and Benny won the blog and will advance to the to the finals. They will face the winner of the next of the other block that is happening in February. I don't even think we have the, the 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 full match card for that show yet, but it's likely going to be Makoto Nagisa Nazaki, so they can run uh, Fresas versus Fresas in the finals, which is. A cool match, likely something different than they planned, considering Sabri and Anarisa likely would have won. Um, at least this one. So, yeah, we will we will see how things go in, in terms of creative wise. Um, well, yeah, just hope um, the best for them. It's seedling. <laughs> they at this moment, I I just. They, if they don't have uh, Arisa Nakajima anymore, and they don't have Sorry in a big match, I don't, I don't know. I... It's it's way too much skippable stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't care about them. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's it's, that it's, is because... it's nothing. You know, it's nothing against Rikaiji, but they needed her to retire for Sorry to get a title match. Yeah. She champion for like six months. Yeah. They, and they, it's kind of the problem that <laughs> they just need more people. <laughs> they need more uh, people that want to do the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what what else? Is seedling or moving on? Because we, no, we, no, I don't want to talk about seedling anymore. It's I get so depressed. <laughs> yeah. Then we have the last company we want to talk about today, which is great. They had Yay. a Osaka Edeon show on the 21st where they had a D-Rex number one contendership battle royal match that Galeno Denmar won uh, by, def uh, by, by defeating Takanori Ito last. And he went on to challenge Hay Hayato Tamura in the main event. And Tamura won the match in 18 minutes and 21 seconds to retain his championship. For the first time, um, he just got crowned champion and well, Galano is at least, I would say he's at least a cool choice as a first defense instead of, you know, running the same ones we have seen before in title matches. So I give them that. I think the match itself was just fine, solidish, and I expected more from the two. Uh, the problem just is that Galeno is just not on the level yet as a singles wrestler. Singles wrestler. As, as a singles wrestler to have these really good matches. Yeah. And, on, on the other side, Tamura, while I really like him, and it, it sounds really mean because it's 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 like it sounds like he's not good, but he's really good. He's just 
needs this experience in the big matches to know how be the leading role in it instead of being the, yeah. the second one, which he was against um, T-Hawk in both matches. Yeah. And it's going to um, be something he will figure out throughout his reign. I'm pretty sure he will, because yeah. he, will, he will get the experience, and we know how Glade is. They run title matches pretty, pretty often. So it's it's something he will definitely learn there, especially against the better opponents. And I'm glad about that, because he rightfully won the belt, and now they need to run with it and hope that yeah. Tamora develops in the way I expect him to. Yeah, uh, I... I pretty much just agree with everything you said there. I I don't think Alano Delmal is on the main event level, uh, world title level. He, I I don't know. Uh, he he has kind of lost a lot of stock for me because I I didn't like his tag ta- uh, tag league run in all Japan. Uh, he and, started off good and then it got pretty boring. Yeah, and. This I don't know. I it was very. It was just a solid match, and it needed to be better. Yeah, he's better as like the third or second guy in a tag match or like in a in a six man tag than a singles best matches right now. But I see the potential, so I hope that he that he continue with him. Maybe give him more undercard singles matches instead of random tags. But it's late, so I don't expect that to happen. Yeah. Um, I am very interested in the next title match for uh, yes. Tomorrow. After the match, uh, SBK SB Kento came out and is challenging on next month's show, also on Edeon Second Arena, which is a really mm-hmm. big one, I think, for, mm-hmm. for, for Glade to run. It's also the biggest match for SBK in Japan, um, since it's Dragon Gate departure, and I think even the first, like, one of the first singles matches he has back. Which is, uh, I think this is his first ma- singles match uh, since coming back to Japan. It's at least um, something to look forward to in some form because we have not really seen how SBK now is in singles matches because mainly in Mexico he's doing um, ma- mainly doing tags and if he's doing singles, if he's doing any singles, we, we don't see them because you um, know he wrestles yeah. at, like the, the smallest indie shows. And uh, honestly, uh, he is kind of degraded, degraded a bit, and uh, that is not the Dragon fan in me. I I think he is kind of degrading at the moment. And I think, I I just, think, I think he think needs this match. Stagnant. I think he's just saying stagnant yeah. because he, well, the matches he works are just not really the way you would normally prove. But that's just what yeah. I think. I did hear. That his match versus Black Generation International from yesterday was good. Yeah, uh, I remember. Mean, well, well, which was, which aired yesterday. Um, I, I yeah, I'll watch that. Sense. But I, I I don't know. I I I have had very much. Uh, I I I have not hit. Uh, <laughs> it, it might just be that I'm I'm a bitter Dragon Gate fan, uh, which of course sure. But I, SBK and Takuma has not hit for me since coming back from Mexico, and no, I have, no. I, I, I was, I was singing their praises one year ago, uh, before they <laughs> returned to Japan, and I don't, I don't know, I am, 
I need. I think SBK really needs a standout singles match like he can have with uh, with Tamura. It is interesting that um, on the show that he that they did in Nagoya, they only drew three three hundred seventy five people uh, because that is his hometown, and he is a proven draw in Nagoya for Dragon Gate. I don't. I don't know if they if they failed on the marketing uh, or what, but he is. I a... don't know. I I don't know the venue, so I, I don't want to yeah. concentrate. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe three hundred seventy five is good for for a for late there. Maybe, maybe. I don't. I, it, I've it's, never it's heard. One hundred. It's one hundred more than the last one there. So. Yeah. Uh, sure. Like maybe maybe I... it's maybe it's good for them. I don't know. We'll see. I I. I'm glad he's working more in Japan, though. At least, <laughs> yeah, it's at least something to start with. Yeah, um, and um, Glade is Glade. I don't know. I I didn't want to watch anything else from the show. I'm no, not that high no, on this company. It's, it's 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 too much of nothing at this point. Yeah. So then, then we move on to the top three matches of the month. No, I want to mention okay. first. Yes, just a quick stop in into a company that I don't I don't like talking about, but I just want to mention it. Fucking Gasha King is back. Yuki Mashiro is yes. back. I had to mention it, and she is back and fantastic. I love her so much. She has been missed. Yeah, against Makoto on the Ice Room show. I watched a bit of Ice Room more this month, and it's it's a really good, good product that you just can easily watch next to whatever. Because most of the Dota shows are just one hour long and pretty fun and pretty chill to watch. So I'm down to whatever they plan. I hope I hope they catch momentum again this year because they have a cool roster. Yeah, especially uh, especially now that uh, Yukimoshiro is back, I am yes. I I'm going to pay more attention. I I will. I will be watching out for every match she has. As I said to you the, the, the day off, I only care about when there's next matches. That's the only <laughs> ice room thing I care about uh, because I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, everything else in that show was like fine. <laughs> I, actually, I actually watched that whole ice room show in full, the Korokin. Yes. I, I thought the Hamoko Huishi uh, uh, ribbon one uh, win was like okay. It it, it clear it's clear that that is like Ibuki Hoshi is like really happy about that. Yeah, it's it's yeah okay. Just just mention it. Hamoko Hoshi was won the ribbon one tournament, which was a one night tournament where the winner gets a wish, and the wish of Hamoko is to challenge her daughter. Ibuki Hashi from the for the Ice Cross Infinity Championship in March, and it's it's a pretty big one because I complained a bit that uh, that Ibuki needs to beat some of the veterans to get really established as a champion, um, not yeah. only as a champion itself in the promotion because she's clearly the ace now, but as yeah. for like the outside view of people, oh she's beating now the big names of whatsoever. So I'm glad she's getting likely to win win over Hamako. To establish herself as champion, and she will likely continue to run until the end of the year with the title, because Ice Room needs it. 
and Ibuki. Yeah. They are really Ibuki lucky that this. the moment everyone left, Ibuki stepped up and is just so good at what she does. Yeah. 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 Um, they have two two great wrestlers that I really like, and Ansham is also there. Shout out to Big Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, shout out to Kyle also. I, yeah, Kyle is awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, then we move on to top three matches of the month. Yes. So I would just say we start off both with 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 we, you start saying your number three, then I say number three, and so on. And okay. Um, just quickly talk about it. One, two, three sentences. That's enough. I. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my number three would be. Can I do an AWG one? I know I didn't yeah, talk about yeah. AWG. I'm sparing it for after stage, but I just want to shout out it. Uh, my number three is the Catmask Calico Gauntlet from the Tappan Produce show on the 19th of January. It's Catmask Calico versus Natsuki versus uh, in the first singles gauntlet. And then it's Catmask uh, Calico versus Konamic. And then in the last. One, it is Catmas Calico versus Mari, the champion of the promotion. Um, a Shuri-esque performance from Mari in destroying Catmas Calico. And Catmas Calico had a emotional performance in defeat. Star-making moments. They, of all the actress matches that happened this month that are great and good, this match is fucking amazing and you have to watch it <laughs> it is on my top 10 overall of january it's um you just wait until actor stage next week when me and valky will sing the praises of this match for like a good 20 minutes <laughs> yeah i heard good stuff about it so yeah uh my What's number, number three my number three is the Big Japan title match between um, Lightning Buster and Yuoki. Like I said, I just was so into this performance by Buster that I just really loved this match. We sang the praise of it earlier, and yeah. Yeah, my number two, it hurts me. It hurts me that I can't put it on number one, but sadly, my match of the month overall in wrestling also falls into this. <laughs> this uh, this flag, uh, but my number my number two is uh, the Osaka Pro main event. Yeah, second kid versus uh, Masafusa. Yeah, yeah, just... same for me. It's just really good, but not you know. It is like an obvious number one. So. Yeah, there's an obvious number one. Sadly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because like, like it, it is my number one in wrestling overall this year. It's so it's far. likely the best work limp or like limp work match I've seen in forever. Outstanding match. We we deserve to, to call it out like twice here. So I'm glad we do. Yeah, for sure. And uh, my match of the well, month. and then number one, of course, um, uh, for, for both of us, likely is. Um, uh, Kore Ibushi versus oh, <laughs> no, <we didn't>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, it's of course oh. Sari versus Chihiro Hashimoto. You know what can I say? What we didn't say already. It's it's just unreal. Perfect perfect match for Sari to start off. Really start off yeah. a big match. 
for Surrey to start off her 2024 campaign. And I hope, but I didn't mention earlier, I hope that Hashimoto is going to have a better better year this year again than last year in terms I, of singles matches. I will get Sondre some fucking tattooed on my body for her. <laughs> I love Sari. Yes. <laughs> this is wrestling. I love it. <laughs> It is a reason why I changed my Discord name to Sundarism in my channel. It's a religion at this point. God damn it. It's amazing wrestling. Yes. Outstanding. And uh, yeah, a good shout out for hopefully the last Kota Ibushi match ever. <laughs> then we move on to the preview part. We have a few shows to preview. We just talk about it real quick because there's like nothing really. Much I mean, we talked about most of it already. Yeah. Uh, we have the old Japan Karakan on the 20th. We have Sego Tachibana defending his Gara TV title against Rio Noe. Sounds like, of the month. sounds like a solid V1. Rio getting some spotlight is always cool. Dan Tamura, uh, Dan Tamura, Dan Tamura defending his old Japan Virginia title against Fuminori Abe. Should be the third defense for Tamura. And likely, and hopefully, not only likely, hopefully, the Standout match for him in his tight reign in the middle yes. before he goes on facing all these old Japan guys. Then we have Suwama vs. Hideki Suzuki, where I expect the winner to challenge Nakajima for the Ottawa Shore, which in my mind is um, Suwama. Then, of course, the main event Katsuko Nakajima versus Ray Sider for the Trip Crown Championship. Uh, this could be the first uh, rather disappointing Katsuko Nakajima run match in his title run. But considering on on what a what a sh performance level he just is right now, I would not count it out. It just rocks. Overall, a cool four card show. We will get the announcement of the undercuff later, later likely in a few days. Like the top four looks really cool for Kurikin Hall. I'm 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 yeah. down for that. I, course, I have the freedom state uh, for the title match. If you don't have that, I just want to shout out that. Yeah, you, you uh, can mention it. Uh, Cork and Hall on the 8th of February. Uh, Go Beyond the Limit 2024. Masaj Takeda defending the King of Freedoms title versus Takeyuki Ueki. Uh, these two are great deathmatch wrestlers. I expect this to be a fucking amazing deathmatch. Yes, that, that sounds awesome. I will definitely check this out. Then we have, of course, um, a Wave Kurgan Hall show on February 4th, where the top two matches are Kisuna Tanaka and Haruka defending her their Wave Tag Team titles against Risa Sarah and Sasaki in a rematch from the December 24th uh, called Kawasaki show. Um, I'm expecting the title change back to Risa and Saki here. Sadly, in my opinion, sadly, because I think Kizuna Honoka should hold the belt a bit longer, but I'm realistic. Yeah. And the main event is Yuki Miyazaki defending her Regina oh. the Wave Championship belt. This is an against, awesome card. <laughs> uh, against Haruka Umezaki, uh, the set one winner, which was some kind of fan board or whatever. Uh, Diana Championess versus uh, Wave Champion. A really cool matchup. I hope it delivers because I'm I'm Loki makes on Miyazaki's big matches. I, I enjoyed her once against Shida and, and Benny, but there was also like a ton I didn't enjoy. So let's see. Who uh quick quick prediction. Yeah. Who is uh who is the ex uh 
Kawako is facing? Uh, oh, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, Mio. That would be awesome. <laughs> now I, I have God, I can. I can. Um, I, I, I expect it to be someone to axe X recently in in Wave. Wave had like three axes in a row, and it was always uh, Mia Coco. So <laughs> just okay. just expect her. This, at this stage, I I could see it, but but if it's my hope that it's someone like like really cool, but I don't see it. They they would have announced it otherwise. If it was someone cool, yeah, to true. Be honest, that's true. Ma- ma- maybe it's Nozaki, but I don't think so. Dude, <laughs> say that. <laughs> okay, what's more in February? <laughs> we have uh, Glade on February twenty third in the in Ozaki Dion two. We have. Lindemann against Kurashio, Tokyo, Japan, Ikeman, your favorite wrestler of all time. Fuck off. Uh, I expect the winner of this match to challenge uh, Tamura, which is likely Linda. And Linda versus Tamura sounds like a really cool one. Then we have Sumo Watanabe against Sakuma in a singles match. And of course, the main event, SPK challenging Hayato Tamura for the Jirex belt. A match that needs to deliver for both wrestlers, but especially SPK, and I hope it does. Yeah, uh, winner should sure. be obvious. Hayato is retaining. Then we have on February 18th, uh, Big Japan, Yu Yaoki defends his, um, defends his uh, Big Japan Strong World title against Kasumi Kikuta. Like we said before, a cool transitional challenge. I don't know what really to expect from the match itself, but Yuya is. Well, Walking out as champion here and likely setting up his his May title defense soon enough. And then the last one is Diana on February 11th. We have a Shin Yuku or I think Shin Kiba show uh, with the main event being for the 3WD singles championship with Haruko Umezaki defending against Ayame Sasamura. Um, oh my god, she's so, finally defending it. <laughs> yeah, she's tight. She, she's tying the defense record with this match. <laughs> the defense record is free, okay? Yes. She's she's tying it. Um, that's that's an awesome match, though. I like the match. Yeah, it, it's a rematch from the Catch the Wave tournament where um where they had the show in Chiba in the TAW Dojo thing, um where Umezaki lost, so she will likely get to win back here and tie the defense record. Which 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 sounds cool. She's she's walking into a, a record break run, which well, I don't know if that means anything, but it's 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 for, for Diana I guess it does. <laughs> and I don't think I forget anything that we haven't already talked about. I mean of course we have the seedling uh tournament coming up, but there's no card we, announced yet. We of yes. course have a bunch of great matches in Sendai Girls, but we of course won't see them. Now we have Dash against Mika Water coming up. We have a tag title match, which looks fucking awesome. It's have against you seen Neo the title right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Neo Oka versus 200 kg. Yeah. We have Mika Iwata versus Sones. I hate Sendai Girls. <laughs> well, there's a lot. Dash versus Takate. I'm, mm, I'm so angry. Um, yeah, but but that's pretty much it. We, we of course we have Oz Academy with the with the Ozaki versus Kata match, which will lead to whoever challenge who challenges Neo. 
But that's pretty much it. Oh. Um, oh. A lot this month to talk about. Next month seems I, a bit more I just quiet. saw another match. I just yes. saw another match. I'm sorry. Chi Chi versus Dash Chicago on Evil Girls. So we will see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Evil Girls. Yeah, they have uh, Dash Sako versus, uh, versus Chi Chi. They have Zones versus Tomoki Inaba and Soi, the new rookie, against Kaho Kobayashi. Which oh, is yes. cool and Sunny, the the evil girl who retired, will make her referee debut on the show. Which, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, but with I that, we, going we have finished. Twitter and seeing all the cool matches. <laughs> and okay. with, with that, we, we, we are through. Um, so, Sandra, yes. please, uh, please um, plug everything again that you want to plug. Where, where can we find you? Where can we listen to you and all of that? Yeah, so um, AWG has had uh, five, no, six shows in January. Me and Velke are going to try and review each and every one of them uh, next week. Uh, wish us luck. Uh, that will be a big in- episode of Actor Stage. Uh, our first episode, uh, well, our first episode covering 2024. Um, you can find that on the Five Star YouTube. Uh, me, uh, the Dramatic Dream Dragons were going to do a Yuki Sakaguchi retrospective, but uh, the guests we were planning to have on for that uh, got sick, so we have postponed that. Um, and I think we're going to uh, do a a preview of the Korki, of the Dragon Gate Korki next week and the, um, the Yuki Sakaguchi retirement show, but upcoming a Yuki Sakaguchi uh, retrospective on the Dramatic Dream Dragons is incoming. Uh, probably a bit after his retirement, sadly, but uh, that's just how it is. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, slash X, uh, at uh, Sondre Bjorn. I'm the only, only guy named Sondre who talks about professional wrestling. Um, and that's me. Beast. Yes. And also check out my Twitter. It's at peps slash wrestling. Of course, you know me. I, always, I write for Recipes most of the time. Uh, you will find my content there, mainly about Choshi, especially Stardom. So, if you want to check it, that out, of course, uh, shortly after this in- interview comes, uh, this this podcast comes out, it's it's likely Friday. Uh, there, there also should be a a preview for the Sunday preview of Stardom coming out on the recipes that you should check out if you want to know about that. And with that, we are done. And I would say thank you all for listening. And of course, thank you, Sandri, for being on this podcast again. Any, any month where I have watched wrestling, I will be available to come home. And with that, yeah, thank you. all. Always love to have you on. And thank you all for listening to this podcast. We will see us next time, next month, where we review all the February shows. I have the part of the... the, the the guests lined up already. I will just ask them. And yes. until then, thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>